So um, <clears throat> last time, oh, we have been speaking on uh, there is no resistance to the word of God. And we are not done yet. I don't know what part you're going to call this one, but we're going to we're we'll continue. There is no resistance to the word of God. Three. You want to call it part three, whatever, that's okay. You know, there is no resistance to the word. If I want to call it part three, but we are on the same theme until such a time that we have, uh, we've gotten it, then we can move on. There is no resistance to the word of God. Amen. There is no resistance to the word. You see, <clears throat> God says in uh, Jeremiah chapter 1, in Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 11 and 12, he says there that, he said, you know, I asked Jeremiah, what do you see? Jeremiah said, uh, I see a raven almond tree blossoming in late winter. God says, Jeremiah, you've seen well, for I am alert and active watching over my word to perform it. Amen. Say with me, God is alert and active. God is alert and active. Watching over his word to perform it. Watching over his word to perform it. Watching over his word that is spoken over my life. Watching over his word that is spoken over my life. To perform it. To perform it. Amen. Amen. So, now, if that is the case, and Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11 is true, which it is, mm -hmm. then we better try to understand, you know, get some more insight on this, because God wants to take us somewhere. Yes. And, uh, and we need to, you know, just uh, hitch up our, Chatter and run with him. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. And so Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11. Uh, let's go there. Isaiah 55, verses 10 and 11. It is, uh, it is important that we understand what God is saying. Because it says, as the rain and the snow come down from the, you know, come down from the heavens and does not return, re, return, re, re, return there, <clears throat> till he has watered the earth and caused it to generate and bloom, to give seed to the sun, bread to the bread for food. So shall my word be. I go forth out of my mouth. It shall not be reversed or uh, uh, returned empty. It is accomplished that which I willed and prosper in the thing to which I send it. Mm -hmm. Except I says, prosper your ways and my commandments. So we want to um, spend some time to try to, to, to get a hold of this word and, uh, and see how and see how that 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 can we can benefit from it. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Yeah. See how we can benefit from it. It says God's word doesn't return void. God's word doesn't return void. 
He says, just like the rain does not return, what the rain does is to water the earth. What the rain does is to water the earth so that there will be flowers or grass for those of us that are summer or spring, summer uh, thing for our gardens. But I don't think that is as serious as making sure that there's food for us to eat. <laughs> Amen. Amen. You see, he says so that, you know, cause it to sprout and bring forth and, and give seed to the soil and bread to the eater. So he says, so also is his word. Amen. In fact, I think last time we, we learned there that he says the word, the rain makes the earth to produce. So we said that, you know, to make there is, you know, forces it to produce. It makes a demand, that's really the word, it makes a demand on the earth to produce. And so whatever the word is spoken to makes a demand of that situation, makes a demand of that substance to produce what God says. Amen. You know, when God said, you know, let the earth bring forth vegetation, the word made a demand on the soil to produce plants. Amen. So whatever God speaks to makes a demand on that thing to do what God said. Because there is what? No resistance to the word of God. There is no resistance to the word of God. Now, somebody said, well, I received the word, but I don't know what's going on. No, 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 the word has not left you. You are, you are trying to sleep on the word. Mm-hmm. The word never leaves us. Amen. I said the word never leaves us. Amen. So, <clears throat> he said, so shall my word be. Oh, I would say, so is my word that goes forth out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. It does not turn back until all the things that I will have been accomplished. Now, please, when we think about the word of God, I want to think about Jesus and and think, you know, can interchange the two, um, you know, uh, 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 interchange, interchange the two. When God sent Jesus on this earth, Jesus didn't die. Oh, no, it's not, uh, 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 let me put it this way. Jesus, first of all, he didn't die before his time. Jesus was here on assignment to, to, to accomplish our redemption. Amen. So Jesus couldn't return to heaven without doing that assignment. Mm. The world does not return void. So Jesus couldn't return to heaven without the assignment complete, being accomplished. Amen. Because he said in John 12, verse 24, in John 12, verse 24, in John 12, verse 24, Jesus said, Except a grain of wheat fall to the ground and die, it remains by itself alone. Now, if it falls to the ground and die, but if it falls to the ground and die, it will bring forth much fruit or much harvest. You see? So Jesus had to pay the price for our redemption. Amen. That is what the word, the word Jesus, the living word Jesus was sent to do. Mm-hmm. So when God sends his word, the word must do what? Accomplish what God said. Mm-hmm. The word must accomplish what God said. 
Whatever God said to you is not just that he's just spoken because God does not waste his words. God sent his word to you because he wants to bring something to pass in your life. Amen. Amen. And so again, he wants to bring something to pass in, in our lives. So when he speaks to us, it means business. Amen. It means business. Hallelujah. And so in Isaiah 47, oh, sorry, 14, verse 27, he says here, for the Lord of hosts has purpose who can acknowledge. He speaks to us out of his purposes for our lives. He speaks to us out of his purposes for our lives. So everything he, you know, he's telling you to do is in line with what he put you on this earth because you're on an assignment. You and I are on assignments on this earth. Okay, it did not just happen. You were here, you are here on assignment. All right, I'll come back to that. It says here, for the Lord of us has purpose, who can acknowledge? And he has stretched, and his hand is stretched out. Who can turn it back? The hand of the Lord, the power of God, release. Nobody turns it back. The hand of the Lord, when you hear the hand, the arm of the Lord, is the power of God, release. No one turns it back. Okay, so he put you and I here on assignment. And everything he does is everything he gets you to do is part and parcel of the purpose for which he packaged you down here. You didn't just happen here. You came here because God said it is time for you to show up. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. In Jeremiah chapter 1 and verse 4 and 5 says this. Then the word of the Lord came to me, Jeremiah, saying, before I formed you in the womb, I knew and approved of you as my chosen instrument. And before you were born, I separated and set you apart, consecrating you, and I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. So he packaged him and gave him assignment here on earth. You and I have been packaged and put here on earth, given different assignments. <coughs> Amen. Mm. And purpose is what keeps us alive. Mm. <coughs> when you study Jesus, you find that they try to kill him ahead of his, ahead of his time, but they, they couldn't kill him because he had not fulfilled his assignment. He hasn't fulfilled his purpose. So, in as much as you and I are here on purpose, the enemy can't take us out mm. until we finish our assignment. Lost his time to come home. Amen. All right, so we said there is no resistance to the word of God. And we've also said that God's word must be fulfilled. All right, in Jeremiah 1, verse 11 and 12, and let, uh, let me restate it. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Jeremiah, what do you see? I said, I see a branch or, or a shoot of an almond tree, the emblem of alertness and activity blossom in late winter. Then said the Lord to me, you have seen well, for I'm alert and active, watching over, over my word to perform it. Amen. He says he is on the, on, on the ready, on the go, watching over his word to perform it in our lives. Amen. Watching over his word to perform it in our lives. God watches over his word in our lives to perform it. Mm -hmm. 
So he spoke it, he performs it. Amen. So then, if he says it's a lot and active, what do you what to perform it? If we agree, according to Luke's Gospel, chapter 1, verse 37, Luke's Gospel, chapter 1, verse 37, I want to read so that we are on the same page. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about the Word of God. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the infallible Word of God that cannot be broken, mm-hmm. but must be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Luke's Gospel, chapter 1, verse 37, Amplified Bible, for with God, nothing is ever impossible. And no word from God shall be without power or impossible fulfillment. Amen. With God, with, with our God, Amen. nothing, absolutely nothing is ever impossible. Amen. And no word, no word from God shall be without power or impossible fulfillment. Amen. All right. So now, God speaks a word to you. The enemy says, let me see how you're going to see that word come to pass. Well, I got news for you. The devil is a liar. Oh, yes, all the time. Because everything God speaks to you, God will bring it to pass. Amen. All right? Now, that word is going to be on, on, on this earth to make until you, until you, you know, God, God, God until, until it comes to pass in your life. And God is patient enough to work with us until he gets us to that place that we can see the word fulfilled. Amen. Now, hear me now. The word that is speaking, that is spoken to you, yeah. that word went out from his mouth. It can't go back yeah. without, without fulfilling what he said he would do. Uh-huh. That word is on this earth being hovered over by the Holy Spirit to make sure that it comes to pass in your life. Hallelujah. And in my life. Hallelujah. You're going to hear me now because... The enemy will tell you, well, you know, no, that's a lie. Don't pay attention to the devil because every time he speaks, he's speaking a lie. Yes. Every time Satan opens his mouth, he is lying. Yes. Jesus said in John 8, 44, he's the father of lies. There is no truth in him. Mm-hmm. So every time he opens his mouth, he's lying. Mm-hmm. Now, I want you to hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me close. Hear me well. Mm-hmm. Every word that God has spoken to you, God says, I am bringing each and every one to pass. Amen. And I'm telling you, if it means 20 years because we didn't line up, that word has not returned to heaven. The word must come to pass. Amen. I want to take a close look at Joseph in this context that we're talking about that there's no resistance to the word of God. Nothing, nothing can stop the glory of God from coming to pass in our lives. Amen. Nothing. You see, In Genesis chapter 37, we read here of Joseph, and he says from verse 3, and you know, we read that from verse 3 all the way down to verse uh, verse 11. You see, he says, Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children because he was the son of his old age, and he made him a distinctive long, 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 uh, long tonic with sleeves. But when the, his brothers saw that the, their father loved Joseph more than all of his brothers, they hated him and could not say peace, uh, shalom, a friendly greeting to him or speak peaceably to him. Now Joseph had a dream. That is now adding insult to injury. Joseph had a dream and he told it to his brothers and they hated him still more. So now he had a dream. He told it to his brothers. This is a dream. And he said to them, listen now. 
And here, I pray you, this dream that I have dreamed, we brothers have, were, buying, were binding sheaves in the field, and behold, my sheep arose and stood upright, and behold, your sheep stood round about my sheep and bowed down. His brother said to him, Shall you indeed reign over us, or are you going to have us, have us as your subjects and dominate us? And they hated him, hated him all the more for his dreams and for what he said. All right. Now, let's keep going here. But Joseph dreamed yet another dream and told it to his brothers. Also, he said, also he said, see, see here, I've dreamed again. And behold, this time, not only 11 stars, but also the sun and the moon, not only the brothers, but also the, 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 his parents, bowed down and did reverence to, to him, and did reverence to me. And he told it to his fathers, as well as his brethren, but his father rebuked him and said to him, what is this, the meaning of this dream that you have dreamed? Shall I and your mother and your brothers actually bow down ourselves to the earth and do homage to you? Joseph, Joseph, Joseph's brother, our brothers envied him and were jealous of him, but his father observed the saying and pondered over it. Now, I read that for us to just to see the background of, of Joseph here. Joseph had a dream about his destiny, about God's purpose for his life. He didn't know how it's going to happen, but he told his brethren, and they, 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 they became more jealous. He dreamed a second one, and he became more jealous. You know, God showed him twice, meaning that the whole thing is established and must come to pass. Uh, somebody didn't get that. I said, God showed him twice to let him know this thing is established and must do what come. must come to pass. Hallelujah. You see, that was what uh, um, if you look at Genesis 41 verse 32, just to corroborate what I just told you, when Pharaoh had a dream, he had it twice. And this is what Joseph said, that the dream was sent twice to Pharaoh and in two forms indicate that this thing which God will very soon bring to pass is fully prepared and established by God. All right, so he had a dream. He dreamed twice. This thing is established. God says, hey, listen, this thing is a done deal. All right, so now fast forward. You know the story of Joseph. The brethren got so, so angry, they sold him. Right? They sold him to, to the Ishmaelites, and the Ishmaelites sold him to Potiphar. And so, well, first they put him in the, in the, in the, in the well, and they got it put in the well so that uh, actually it was Reuben that said, let's not kill him. You see, he had the word. Now they're trying to kill him. But because he had the word, they couldn't kill him. Mm -hmm. I say he had the word. They were trying to kill him. But the world protected him from being killed. Amen. All right, Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11. There is no resistance to the word of God. The word is irresistible. There's no resistance to the word. Nothing can stop. Say it with me. Nothing can stop the word from coming to pass in my life. Nothing can stop the word from coming to pass. Nothing can stop the word from coming to pass in the life of my children. For you parents, nothing, nothing can, can stop, stop the word from coming to pass in my in, in my children. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. You better, better hear me now. Hear, Hebrews chapter 13. You better hear me good. Hebrews chapter 13. Now it says here in verse 5, 5b, second part of the verse, for God himself, for he God himself has said, I will not in any way fail you, nor give you up, nor leave you without support. I, and next paraphrase, I will not give you up the will of your adversaries. Amen. I will not give you up, nor leave you without support. I will not, I will not, I will not in any degree leave you helpless, nor forsake nor let you down, relax. My hold on you are shortly not. Amen. So we take comfort and encourage and confident boldly. Say, The Lord is my helper. Amen. The Lord is, stay with me. The Lord is my helper. You see that? When God is your helper, then forget about it. The enemy has no say, he cannot win. The Lord is my helper. I will not be seized with alarm. I will not fear or dread or be terrified. What can man do to me? Oh, man cannot be used by the enemy to do anything to me or you because the Lord is our helper. Amen. See, Joseph had the word. God gave him the word. God gave him the word, but the enemy fought tooth and nail to see how he could stop the word. All right? He tried to get the brothers to kill him, but we just saw because God was with him. He had the word. The word is God, and God was with him. Amen? Amen. I said, Joseph had the word. The word is God. Yes. God was with Joseph. Amen. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. When God is with you, he protects you from the enemy. Amen. Like, like our labor, all our robbers used to say, brother, all our robbers used to say, when the enemy comes close, God gets closer. Amen. To shield us from the from from, from the from from the activities of the enemy. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, you know, Joseph, Psalm 105, Joseph went through what he went through. You know, God did not allow them to, to there was no world there. He think that it was an accident. No. God knew exactly what was he going to transfer. Make sure that they were around that place, there was no well with water. Because when they put him there, they thought, you know, they look not, okay, we put him in that well. Because Reuben said, I, I need to take him out there and take him back home. So even when the enemy looked like winning, listen, he is not winning. Amen. Because God always goes ahead of us. Yes. Satan cannot win. Satan will not win. And, you know, once you have that assurance, then you can be sure that you're on the winning side. So we know the story. He went from, from, from the pit to Egypt on a camel, got sold to Potiphar. He served Potiphar, you know, excellently. Potiphar's wife, you know, the devil stared at the high up to create a problem. But God says it's time for promotion. You know, send him to send him to jail. You, you heard me say he went to jail to learn public management. In Potiphar's house, he was doing business management. Now in the jail, he was doing public management because they turned over the prison, public administration, they turned over the prison for him to handle. He was in charge of the prison while he was a prisoner. But I saw some interesting thing that I wanted to take a close look at in Psalm 105. 
because it helps us to understand that the word God speaks must come to pass in our lives. And sometimes certain challenges we go through is not because God has gone to sleep. It looks like the challenges kind of get some things off us so that when we get there, we know how to handle the situation. Joseph was headed for the top. Okay? He was headed for the top. And so to be able to be at the top and not be puffed, you know, puffed up with something else. And so we read there from Psalm 105. I want us to read from verse 1 all the way down to uh, 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 verse 20. Or verse 21. He says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his doings among the peoples. Sing to him. Sing praise to him. Meditate on and talk of his marvelous deeds and devoutly praise him. And devoutly praise, uh, praise him. Glory in his, in his holy name. Let the, the hearts of those rejoice who seek and require the Lord. As an indispensable necessity and preferred acts. Seek, inquire of, and for the Lord, and crave him and his strength. Seek and inquire his face, his presence, continually evermore. And let's remember the marvelous deeds that he has done. His, his miracles and wonders, the judgments and sentences which he pronounced upon his enemies as in Egypt. You know, in Egypt, he gave Moses a word of bring his people out. And the devil couldn't stop that. Yeah. I said the devil couldn't stop that. Amen. He tried his words and he lost everything. Yes. He lost all his agents. Totally, you know, finished at the Red Sea. Verse 6, Oh, you husband of Abraham, his servant, you children of Jacob, his chosen ones. He is the Lord, our God. His judgments are in all the earth. He, he earnestly, he is earnestly mindful of his covenant and forever it is imprinted on his heart. Mindful of his covenant. Mindful of what he has spoken to us. Mindful of what he has spoken to you. Mindful of what he has spoken to me. His word is his covenant to us. Amen. 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 So when he gives you a word, that is his covenant. He is bound by it. He is mindful of his covenant to us. He is mindful of his covenant to me. I say, he's mindful of his covenant to me. He's mindful of his covenant to you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You see? He says, he is the Lord our God. His judgments are on the earth. He's honestly mindful of his covenant and forever it is imprinted on his heart. The word which he commanded and established to a thousand generations, the covenant which he made with Abraham and his sons promised to Isaac, which he confirmed to Jacob as a statute, so Israel, to Israel as an everlasting covenant, saying, unto you I give the land of Canaan as your measured portion, possession, and inheritance. You see, he gave them the land. Before they got to the land, he already told them the land is yours. Now, if you check between, uh, you know, because he told Abraham the student will be slaves in Egypt for 400 years. So whenever he told Abraham, plus the 400 years, of course, they added 30 because they were sleeping. They didn't cry out to him. So whenever he told him, plus the 430 years, the word he said 
when he spoke to Abraham in Genesis chapter 17, still remained until, you know, how many years plus 430 later, which he fulfilled. Mm -hmm. All right. So that was spoken to Abraham when he was 99. All right. Abraham lived here 120. I think 120 or more. And and, and, and then, of course, Israel went into slavery in Egypt for 430 years. So just think about that. Think about, think about how long the word was waiting to be fulfilled in the lives of his, of his people. Because, you see, you have to be in alignment. They had to come into alignment with his, with, with his word for him to bring to pass what he had told them. Because the word cannot return void. The word is on this earth to, on an assignment to do what God said. So the word can return void, just like Jesus did not come to the earth and go back without dying and cover his cross. I said, Jesus did not return to heaven without dying on the cross. So the word can't go back without doing assignment. Amen. 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 So now, you can see how long it took for that word to be fulfilled, but the word had to be fulfilled. What I'm trying to say is this. It doesn't matter how many, how many detours you've made, how many detours that is getting off track, the world is waiting for you. Because he will bring you back in so that this word can come to pass so that his name must be glorified in our lives. Amen. 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 And so he says here, I'm saying, verse 12, when there were but a few in men in number, in fact, very few, and were temporary residents and strangers in it, in it, when they went from one nation to another, from one kingdom to another people, he allowed no man to do them wrong. In fact, he reproved kings for their sakes, saying, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. Ladies and gentlemen, you are anointed of God. Amen. Amen. If you didn't know, I wanted to know that you are anointed of God. Amen. Don't let any pastor take the Bible and hit you on the head. He said, touch not my anointed. And say, he's the anointed. You are not. No, every child of God is anointed of God. Amen. Because the word Christian means an anointed one. Every child of God is anointed. Amen. You are anointed. You carry the spirit of God in you. Amen. Amen. You carry the spirit of God in you. So each and every one of us, we are anointed of God. And therefore, the enemy can't mess around with us. I say Satan can't mess around with us. Amen. He may try, but he can't succeed. Amen. I say the word is with me. The word is, is with you. Yes. Jesus is with us. Yes. There's nothing the enemy can do to stop it. Amen. Because we're one with him. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And he says here, he says, he didn't allow anybody to fool around with them. Okay? He says, when they went from one nation to another, from one kingdom to another people, when he, he allowed no man to do them wrong, in fact, he reproved kings for their sakes, saying, touch not man, do my prophets no harm. 16, moreover, he called for a famine upon the land of Egypt. He cut off every source of bread. He sent a man before them, even Joseph, who, who was sold as a, as a servant. 
So he sent Joseph. He wasn't the brothers. Did you see that? He sent Joseph. Why? He had given Joseph his word in a dream. He sent Joseph. He wasn't his brothers. The brothers thought they, 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 they got it. But God said, I sent him ahead of you. You see, some of these people that try to think that they, 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 are, they can mess around with you, God turns, overrules the whole thing and turns it on his head and use it for your own, for, your, for, for his glory, and use, use, use it to get you, propel you forward to where it's ordained for you. Amen. But, the, but the enemy thought he was trying to stop you. But God said, I'm going to use it to propel you forward. Amen. Because I have, I have spoken over you, and that word which has spoken over you must surely come to pass. Amen. So I am going to turn everything on his head. The enemy tried to do against you. I will turn his head and use it to move you forward. Amen. Why? Because he said, I'm a lead and active, watching over my word to perform it. Amen. Why? Because there is no resistance to the word of God. It must surely come to pass in our lives if we find not, if we don't give up. Amen. The word is not going to move, move away from you. You can go to sleep on the word or try to walk away into rebellion, but the word is waiting for you. Hallelujah. He says here, he sent a man a call for farming. He said, whatever he needs to do to make sure that he will take his child to this destination that is ordained for him and him or her, he will do it. He called for famine upon the land of Egypt. He cut out every source of bread so that everybody has to go to Egypt. But you see, God is never taken by surprise. He's ahead of the game. Just like he gave us Zoom before COVID-19. I said, just I gave us Zoom before COVID-19. Amen. So that we don't get cut off from fellowship. People, people were not hearing me. Amen. I said, he gave us Zoom before COVID-19. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, nobody wants to enjoy that. Okay, let me keep going here. All of you are very serious. Amen. It says here, he sent a man before them, even Joseph, who was so a servant. His feet they heard with fetters. And he was laid in chains of iron, and his soul entered into the iron. The word soul there is actually his neck. His neck entered into the iron. So they put an iron collar around his neck. All right? Now, verse 19, until the word of his cruel brothers, sorry, until the word to his cruel brothers came true, until the word of the Lord tried him. Uh-huh. The word tried there or tested, it depends on the they're using. It means refined. What do you do when you refine and 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 a metal? You, you, you purify it. Amen. Amen. He said, until the word of Lord purified him. The word Lord refined him. The word refine means to refine the, the heart, to cleanse it from all carnal or evil affections and desires and implant it. In it, holy or heavenly affections. He said, The word of Lord refined Joseph so that by the time Joseph got to the throne, there is no pride in Joseph. There's nothing that says, Okay, now, all right, you people try to do nonsense. I'm in charge now. I'm going to enslave you so that next time you won't try. 
you know, I don't know how to get this across, but you see, he says the word refined him. So the word, you know, the word refined him. All these things that, you know, we look at it, it's a boy. And it was all part of the refining process of getting ready so that by the time Joseph got to that place, it was not, the flesh had no place. It was, it was God's glory manifested through a man. Because if the flesh was still there, Joseph wouldn't have told his brothers, as for you, you meant evil, but God meant it for good. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think I've gotten that across, but I, I'm going to keep trying here mm-hmm. until, until I get that across. I'm going to keep trying. <clears throat> because we have to see this. We have to see this, because when we see this, we then we can see sometimes that, you know, it's almost like you know a war to get to the destination that God has ordained for us. When God has spoken, the enemy is doing everything. It's part of it's part of the finding process to get all the junk out of us, so that when we get there, we know exactly that we are here because of God for by His grace and His glory. Therefore, we are humble enough to make sure that He uses it for His purpose and for His glory. Mm-hmm. Look, look at Genesis chapter forty-five and verse seven. Genesis 45 and verse 7. Joseph said to his brothers, God sent me here, sent me before you to preserve for you a posterity and to continue a remnant on the earth to save your lives by a great escape and, and, save, and save for you many survivors. Eight. So Genesis 45 verse 7 and verse 8 now. So now it was not you who sent me here, but God. Mm. It was not you who sent me here, but God. And he has made me a father to Pharaoh and Lord of all his house and ruler of over all over over all the land of Egypt. You see? And then Genesis 50, verse 20 says, he said this, he said this. As for you, you thought evil against me, but God meant it for good. Amen. To bring about that many people should be kept alive as they are this day. If God's word had not refined Joseph and Joseph became the ruler of Egypt, where do you think the brothers will be? Where do you think the brothers will be? He will not spare them. God spoke a word over a young man's life. And the enemy did everything to stop him. God said, I'm with you. Because if you read about Joseph, every time he said, and the Lord was with Joseph, and he was prosperous and successful. Because of that word that he speaks to you is the very word that will carry you to where you're going. In as much as you don't let go of the word. Keep it before you. Declare it. Praise him with it. If we face challenges, don't lose sight of the word. When you face challenges, don't lose sight of that word. Because that is the word that will transport you to your destination. He said the word refined him. So that there was no pride in Joseph when he got there. The word refined him, purified him, took out all the drugs so that you know, the pure metal that God made of Joseph will come out. Mm-hmm. 
and he would then be the ruler of Egypt, ruling using God's principles so that everybody was treated fairly. Amen. Amen. You have to think about that. He was a stranger in Egypt, but he got to become the ruler. And everybody was reporting to him. Why? He had a word from God. God had spoken over him. God had spoken over him. When God speaks over your life, which is already spoken, and will continue to speak, there's no resistance to it. Amen. That word must be fulfilled. Amen. I said the word must be fulfilled. Amen. That which he spoke to you. For those of us parents, that which he spoke over our children, every word is bringing to pass. Amen. Not one. Not one. You see, when you look at situations and circumstances, you can lose you can you can you know you can you, you can lose sight of that and lose sight of God's word and, and begin to allow things to kind of weigh you down and all that. No, the word stands forever. Amen. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. The word will not leave us nor forsake us. Amen. The word will not give us up to the will of adversaries. Amen. The word, the word will not relax his hold upon us. Amen. The word, the remnant word, the living word, Jesus. Once he's spoken, David said, once has he spoken, twice have I heard. Power belongs to our God. Amen. And because we are with him, and he is with us, we are winners. Hallelujah. We are winners. Amen. No matter what, we come out on top. Yes. Because there's no resistance Amen. to the word of God. Amen. Whatever needs to be consumed, the word will consume. Amen. So that his glory will not manifest. Amen. And Satan can't stop you. Satan can't stop any one of us. He can't stop our children. We are the ones that stop ourselves. And the way we do that, we take our eyes off the wood and focus on circumstance. But when you remember, there is no resistance to the word. When you remember that the word is fire, that consumer that cannot endure the test, and like a hammer, that person puts a rock of more stubborn resistance. When you remember that the world will produce what God said, then you realize you're a winner in Christ Jesus because you are with the winner. You are with the victor. You are in the winning team. Jesus said, my father is greater than all. Our father is greater than all. And all he requires from us is to please him. Is to please him. The word refined Joseph. And all that Joseph desired to do was to please God. The word refined him. And his, all he desired to do was to please God. And the enemy had, <clears throat> had no excuse to hold him down. Because the greatest thing to do is to walk in love. And that silences the enemy. Father, I thank you. I praise you. Remember your better. I thank you, I praise you, I magnify your name. Thank you for your illumination you brought to our spirit, man. Thank you because you've shown us that the word must be fulfilled no matter what. Thank you. Thank you, you've shown us how Joseph 
your word refine and purify him to be able to become all you created him to be for your glory. Lord, I thank you for bringing to pass every word you've spoken to us. Thank you for opening eyes to areas in our lives that do not please you so that we can let go and let you be God in our lives. I thank you, I praise you. Lord, this day, we bring all those enemies used against us. Yes, against our children, we bring them before you. We forgive them. We say, Lord, have mercy on them. We thank you, Lord God Almighty. We praise your name, Father. We yield to you, Lord, that you are imagine glorified. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Thank you, Father, for not leaving us, not forsaking us. Thank you, Lord, for bringing every word spoken to us. Bring every word spoken to our children, to our loved ones to pass. And so I praise and adore your name. Thank you for, yes, for laughter you put in our mouths. Celebration in our families. Ah, we praise you, we praise you, we worship you. Thank you, Lord God Almighty, for you are led and actually watching over your water performing. And so I thank you, I praise your name. Thank you, Lord God Almighty, for you are our healer and physician, healing us. You've healed us inside and out. Thank you, Lord. You heal Sister Louis inside and out. You heal Bobot inside and out. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You heal Kabgawi inside and out. You heal Rest inside and out. We praise your name, Father. Ah, thank you. You heal each and every one of us inside and out. Ah, Mama Sakanda Rama Koroboseke. Merebo Koroboseke Arabakinamakanda. Ah, thank you, Lord God Almighty. For you, O oh Lord God Almighty, whatever you want to perform it. And therefore, I thank you for bringing every word you've spoken over our lives to pass. I thank you for enabling each and every one of us in this meeting, enabling our children, enabling members of our standing from our loved one far near to fulfill the, 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 uh, our destinies in you. In the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord. Mama Seke, you said that you rejoice of us to do us good. You will not turn for us to do us good. I thank you. You also said that you not leave us to bring every word to pass. I thank you, Lord, for bringing to pass that which you spoken to, to, to us, O oh Lord. I thank you because the word for an appointed time. I thank you, Lord God, for, the, for yes, you hasten your word to fulfill it. And so we praise you. We worship you. We say thank you, Father. We bless your name, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen.